1: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the Western Hunting Hub Podcast. This intro is being recorded again in my F-250 pickup in the middle of January in South Dakota. And you saw Drea's post a little while back. All I want for Christmas is a recording studio, and that hasn't happened yet. So uh, you may see a lot more episodes from Drea here as she picks up the slack on this team. And this episode is no different, so appreciative of her and some of the awesome interviews that she's getting. This one is with the Rocky Mountain Sports Women's group. They are uh good group of women that have been getting out together and teaching and learning and uh, uh sharing in some fellowship together so you'll hear about that group in this this episode. Dre and I have some other things coming up that I don't want to disclose too terrible much about, but a fun thing. So we will release that this week, and so stay tuned for that. If uh, you're listening back to some old episodes, it wasn't this week. It was another week. So, uh, but, but for the month of January 2021, we'll have a uh, thing going on there, so stay tuned. There's my little hint dropped. But we have a uh, great episode with Rocky Mountain Sportswomen. Thanks for listening.
2: And with me tonight, I have the ladies of Rocky Mountain Sportswomen, Elena and Jamie. And I'm going to let them go ahead and introduce themselves, tell us a little bit about who they are and how they kind of got to where they are right now. So we'll start out with the founder, Elena. Go ahead and... Tell us your story. Yeah, thanks for having us, Dreya.
3: Super yeah. excited um, for your adventures with this podcast and us kind of being a little bit part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll start. I guess I did not grow up hunting. Did a little bit of fishing in my day. You know, in college was getting into fly fishing just a little bit. Um, didn't really know much about hunting. I wasn't exposed to it. I was always an outdoors person, an animal lover, but never really was exposed to hunting um and then when I moved to Colorado a few years ago I met my partner Jesse who is born and bred hunter in Missouri you know whitetail and turkey hunting and um the year I met him he had just gotten an elk which was really cool because he was like feeding the whole neighborhood all of our friends and um and we were kind of starting to fall in love and he kind of showed me some really awesome recipes. And it just kind of opened my mind up to what hunting really was. Um, I never really thought in depth about the food part. And then I learned a lot more about the conservation aspect of it all, um, which has been, I think that was the big turning point for me to actually be more interested in actually being a part of it and wanting to pull the trigger myself. Because when I first met him, I thought it was cool and I appreciated it, but I didn't think that I could actually do it myself. Um, and then just learning more about the conservation aspect and, and the funding that goes behind it and the active, um, you know, public land access and everything going on with that, I kind of just was more intrigued by it and had learned. And I was really surprised that I didn't know more about that to begin with. Um, and then I would hear his stories. He'd come back from elk hunting and tell me these amazing interactions. and. I would get goosebumps thinking about me being in that position and so we lived back in Missouri for a few months with his parents or with his dad and they, all they would talk about is whitetail hunting and I kind of just got done being on the sidelines and was like okay I think I, I think I could do this and got my hunter safety in Missouri and sat in a deer stand for the last day of the season just to be a part of it and then Ended up going turkey hunting and killed my very first animal, which was a big tom in Missouri, and it was amazing. And I just, like, suddenly had this experience that changed my whole life. And then we moved back to Colorado, and, you know, archery season's coming up. And I wasn't quite ready for the big game scene yet, um, but I did get to help Jesse pack out an elk, which was my first experience, like, really handling dead animal like a large dead animal in the field and I was I was a part of it you know I got to help pack out the meat and I learned a ton and then the next year I was like okay it's gonna be my turn I'm ready and um, amongst that I was just kind of meeting a couple other women that were getting into hunting because of their spouses and um, I just kind of thought it would be cool to learn with other women Um, and I'd gotten into fishing quite a bit you know like ice fishing and even just with the spin rod during this time as well and made some fishing friends and just kind of kept coming up with random ideas of how cool it would be to have like a girls club where we could just learn together and go shoot together and maybe we could team up with Colorado Parks and Wildlife and they can teach us about ice fishing you know like all these random thoughts would would come into my head and the more I talked about it with people the more encouragement I got to to do it because there's nothing like it in the area and um, I think, what, 2019, New Year's had hit, and I just had the motivation. I'd already had, like, a whole document of just random ideas of how I could actually make this happen. And came up with the name, Rocky Mountain Sportswoman, and launched a website, created a Facebook group. Um, I created a Route County private group, and kind of just invited a bunch of Route County ladies that were responding to some polls I had created and in hopes to meet someone who would be more interested in helping me because um, I, I knew I couldn't do it on my own there's so much that I wanted to do and it was just too much for one person on top of having a full-time job and being a mom like I knew that I wanted this to be a, a non-profit and I knew it was going to take a lot of work um and then that's when I met Jamie through a mutual friend um she you know kind of stepped in at the right time and was super interested in in helping out and wanted to be a part of it and I was stoked because it was exactly what I was looking for and it was the right time and um yeah and so Rocky Mountain Sportsman kind of started and uh since then it's you know we've been a couple years deep and <laughs> accomplished a lot like mm-hmm. I don't know we fe- I feel bigger than we are you know it's pretty cool and um and Rocky Mountain Sportsman is also encouraged just the idea of it and having the women that I've met now has brought me more motivated and I really understand now that hunting is a part of me and it's become something that I feel like was missing my whole life like back in college I did a wilderness leadership program and I was really I loved everything that we did we did kayaking we did rock climbing we did backpacking canoeing, we did all kinds of things, and I was super interested in all of it and I like came, moved out to Colorado to come snowboarding like I just i didn 't have that one outdoor pursuit that I was going to commit my life to commit um my funding to buy gear for I was just kind of dabbled a little bit in everything until I found hunting and then also fly fishing and ice fishing now um, that has become my thing, you know and it 's not just me yeah. but it 's also. With Jesse, like we get to do it together, and we get to show Ellie our daughter, and and of course now I have some amazing friends to share that with as well, and um, it's kind of been the unexpected gift in my <laughs> lifestyle life. change. Exactly, yeah. and it's and I think for me too, it's like I've developed more of a connection to the outdoors that I already had, but I've, I've been um, enlightened in, in a new light in being out there, um, not just to enjoy it, but
2: just to be a part of it which I
3: think is was a huge turning point for me.
2: It's a huge connection that hunters and fishers and gatherers especially all share. It's almost mm-hmm. impossible to explain in a very short Paragraph the experiences that we have when we're out there. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of people always ask, like, oh, why do you hunt? Or, like, why'd you join this group? Like, why'd you become an ambassador for Rocky Mountain Sportswoman? It's like, mm-hmm. there's so many reasons. Yeah, exactly. You know?
3: Yeah, and that's what I tried to wrap my head around. I'm like, why do I hunt? And it's like, mm-hmm. there's a million reasons why I hunt. It's one, I mean, food is a huge yeah. part of it. Like, I'm in love with the food, and it's nice to just have a variety in the freezer that we can just cook up any way we want anytime mm-hmm. and um and it's just yeah I've built that connection and it's really cool to share that with other women and learning alongside other women and also creating opportunities for women who might not have the opportunity to begin with mm-hmm. so um yeah it's been a, an amazing ride and I'm ready to see you're crushing it the next outcome crushing it and so you met
2: jamie and obviously brought her on as the co-founder
3: yeah she was you know her motivation was right there next to mine so i was stoked and we clicked very well so
2: yeah
3: it's a good turning point where we talk about jamie now (laughs)
2: yeah we have jamie (laughs) the primal cowgirl (laughs)
4: um so well first jay we're so excited to have you on our team and as an ambassador for Rocky Mountain Sportswomen. So, I'm super excited about that. Um, but as far as me, I grew up in northern New York. I did not grow up hunting and fishing. I didn't really even grow up around hunting at all, fishing a little bit. I grew up on the St. Lawrence Seaway, so big pike bass fishing area, perch. And I dabbled in it a little bit here and there, but never really had anybody to kind of teach me anything and um, went off to college and I came back and was going to the community college at home and made some friends there that we um, were so passionate about the outdoors they were all outdoorsmen and I remember just you know going to parties and hanging out with them we'd just all be hanging out and all of a sudden you know one would quack and all of a sudden there's a chorus of duck calls and <laughs> it just was mayhem and and they would always talk about their uh duck hunting stories and, mm-hmm. and turkey hunting stories and it was really the turkey hunting stories that piqued my interest the most um and so uh, the more I listened to it the more I was like you know I'm I want to try this And, uh, so I kind of begged them to take me, (laughs) and I had a good friend that ended up taking me with some friends of hers for my first turkey hunt, and it was an insane hunt, absolutely Like crazy story, uh, I think we harvested five or six turkeys that day wow. um, between several of Action us. Action packed, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tags for them all, um, <laughs> but it, it was a, it was a crazy day. And, and actually, you can read about that story on our Rocky Mountain Sportswoman blog. Um, but I, after that, I, you know, I definitely it piqued my interest more. I, you know, I wanted to learn more. I, I, I definitely, I, I loved being out there. But it wasn't really until I um, had met a man that was super passionate about the outdoors and we you know, I'd come home and the outdoor channel was always on the TV. We're always listening to things. Um, and I remember, I remember watching hunting shows with different women on them. And it was kind of like when they were first coming out with women on hunting shows. And he was like, that could be you. (laughs) I don't don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But, um, we would, you know, we would drive around his family's property and check trail cameras and food plots and just kind of scout out where the deer were. And he took me duck hunting for the first time. And, um, You know, it wasn't really the hunting aspect that I fell in love with. Uh, It was, or the meat, actually. Um, Shocker, I was a vegetarian at the time. Um, I'm not now. (laughs) Uh, But it was really just being in nature. And I think um, the things that I remember most is just turkey season when the grouse are actually in heat and you're sitting there in the morning and the sun's rising up and you know it's it's burning off all of the frost and the forest is just slowly waking up and you start to hear like squirrels rustling mm-hmm. and birds chirping and you hear the drumming of the grouse. I'd, I always relate it to like a bouncy ball you know mm-hmm. a bouncy ball is like ding ding. Ding, 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 ding. You, guys, you hear the grouse. It's just such cool sounds, just, you know, sitting there and, and listening and you to the poo. forest. Yeah. Oh, and then you hear then a turkey. Like a yeah. And then you hear a turkey. Um, and so... I was, you know, it was really the time that I spent with him in the woods that really just got me hooked. Yeah. And I've, I've always loved animals and it was just another way to experience them. And so then I moved to Colorado and I was super intrigued about hunting out here. I, would you know, always on the outdoor channel again, I was seeing mule deer hunts and elk hunts, but... I came out here and, and was so intimidated. The mountains are the mountains are a scary place, mm-hmm. you know. I didn't grow up camping. I didn't grow up doing any of those things. I had no survival survival skills, uh, and I was super intimidated to hunt here. But I dreamed of it every day. And I I remember just seeing these massive mule deer, pretty much right outside my door when I first moved to Fort Collins, and mm. um, it just I was in awe everywhere I drove. And I moved to Steamboat. Springs and it wasn't until almost two years after I'd lived here that I started working at Dell's Triangle 3 and uh, packing for them and so I started you know packing elk camps in and helping set them up and take them down and occasionally pack an elk out and I would sit there and I would pick my boss's brain just like over and over and over with so many questions we'd be we'd be riding in and And I just, you know, it'd be a couple hour ride and I'd just ask him question after question. I think he got a little, maybe, maybe got annoyed with me. I don't know. But (laughs) he always answered them so thoroughly and I learned so much. I've learned so much from him. Yeah. Yeah. um, So I learned so much from him. And so in doing that, I was, you know, gaining a little bit of confidence to go try it on Mm -hmm. my own. But I didn't, you know, I. I was still very hesitant to go out and uh in the meantime I I came up with this idea where I thought I was going to start like a women's only gun club you know that was kind of my thought like I you know network women that just like want to shoot together and I didn't really think of it, you know, as a full expanse, as what r- Rocky Mountain Sportswoman Women is. Um, but I, you know, started playing with the idea and, and talking to a few different people. And that's when I talked to a mutual friend of Elena and I's. And she said, I think you need to meet my friend Elena. <laughs> 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 um, and so she introduced us. And I remember Elena came uh, to my house one day to the ranch. And I was Ellie. in the, yeah, with her daughter. Mm-hmm. And I was in the barn. We met then. And, I was like I'm in you know I'm Mm -hmm. I want to I want to do this with you and we had our first meet and greet and Mm -hmm. and after that I was like Elena like I really (laughs) (laughs)
2: this is gonna be
3: awesome yeah I'm I'm in yeah I'm I'm all in yeah Uh, that meet and greet was great because we we had 25 women show up And we didn't know most of them. Right. I knew maybe three or four of them. Mm -hmm. I knew a couple too, but not all of them. And it was just really cool to see all of these women here in our local area that were interested in hunting or fishing or wanting to get into it or something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they all took the leap. To come out by themselves and meet a bunch of random women that they didn't know, mm-hmm. like it was so cool. Meet some and like-minded me. women, absolutely. Yeah, and it really kicked off Rocky Mountain <laughs> Sportsmen. Yeah, day,
4: so. every v- event that we've had, I feel we have many new faces. Totally, and it's, it's so exciting. We get re-motivated
3: and after each yeah, event. Yeah,
4: we do. Mm-hmm. There's there's new faces and old faces. There's so many mm-hmm. people that return to new events and
3: yeah, a lot of encouragement and, and, and support, a lot
2: of yeah. a lot of. Um,
3: mm-hmm. A lot of education along the way, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, the navigation clinic, you know, Mm -hmm. not a single, uh, most of the women that came for Mm -hmm. that had never touched a compass before, you know, and I thought it was really cool. It's really the network, this network of women that we've
4: built that, you know, it's a, a community of women that this past hunting season i could feel it every day when i was hunting i was out there on my own i never felt that i was on my own because i felt like if i got an elk down or i got in a sticky situation or something i knew i had people to call i knew that i had people i could call to help me should anything happen and that gave me so much more confidence to be out there and doing it Mm -hmm. and and the like the stories that we've been able to tell each other and share with each other this yeah. season cool. have been mm-hmm. absolutely incredible, and I have <laughs> never loved hunting more in my life. I know. Like,
3: uh, yeah, that's how I feel, too, and I don't feel I like... Um, I don't know, maybe I wouldn't be so passionate and in love with mm-hmm. it as I am now... If I didn't have someone to be so passionate and live in love with it, with not only with Jesse, yeah, but you know, with
2: like my best friends, yeah, my your girlfriends sisterhood. who I yeah. talk to
3: every mm-hmm. single day, mm-hmm. and it's really cool to share that, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: I remember getting a text from you during hunting season. It was like the last few days left. You're like, I called today and I got a bolder response. <laughs> with the bowl it was so great well you know I took (laughs) your advice because i texted you the night
3: before it was the last day of (laughs) rc season jesse and i've been playing with this bowl we didn't see him or hear him the second day and i was like all right jay what would you do in this situation (laughs) and you were like just get aggressive you know like rake that shit yeah break those trees and yeah it was cool jesse just just kind of fell asleep feeling super doubtful and i was just like that's the last day there's no there's nothing to lose here and i let it out, mm-hmm. raked really hard, let it out again, raked really hard, and then two seconds later you ripped it off. Right. Was like, oh. <laughs> so the best me. feeling. Was that
2: the first time? You- that was the
3: first time I communicated with the Well, I, know. I guess last year I did a couple cow calls that one had responded to, but that was the first time I bugled. Yeah. Raking Um,
2: trees
3: and... Yeah, yeah. I was... I mean, like, I had done, like, a little bit of bugling, a Mm -hmm. little bit of raking here and there. But that was the first time I really felt confident enough to just let it rip, you know? Like, just let it happen. Like, I'm in control here. Like... There's nothing stopping me, and it worked out really well. Yeah. It
2: was cool. I mean, it didn't work out well enough to where we got the ball, but... <laughs> <laughs> what is what when is something you learned? What is something both of you learned this year during archery season going out there? Well, I mean, there's so much, but is so there something many. in particular? I
4: did write yeah. a whole blog on little lessons that I learned this season. It's really good. Highly recommend um, checking it out. So, yeah, it's on the check website, out, right? On our website. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's on both the Rockman Sportswoman website and my own personal. Yeah, I
2: shared it. The yeah. Primal Cowgirl, right? Yep, the
4: primalcowgirl.com. Newly
2: launched website, by the way. Congratulations. <laughs> <Jamie>. <laughs> thank, you,
3: thank
4: you. Come get yourself a pair of bullet earrings. Yes. Um,
2: I don't have my ears pierced, but I am piercing them so yeah. I can wear Jamie's earrings. <laughs> you <laughs> Most could, of You could probably do the magnets.
4: I think oh, we could do, do a, magnet ones. I could make you magnet ones. Mm-hmm. Or we Let's could just pierce
2: just, them because yeah. all these birds that we're killing, <laughs> I want to start yeah, making earrings. You're gonna <laughs> get we're just, just, <laughs> we just need a needle and an apple and some mm-hmm. fire. Some whiskey. Yeah. 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 whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, so um, things you learned during archery season, like was there anything in particular that just really stuck out and you had like a defining moment, you know, being fairly new to the big game world? I mean, we're always learning when we're out there, right? Sure. But especially when you're new, it seems like there are certain situations that really stick out, and you're like, oh, yeah. And yeah. Probably, I'm sure that day that, that bull is responding back to you.
3: Yeah, you know, those those three days that Jesse and I went after it together, it was cool because that was the first time he and I have actually been able to elk hunt together, mm-hmm. where we both have tags, we're both actively pursuing Like, I've tagged along with him here and there in the past. And a lot of time, because we have the kid... Well, she's in school now, which helped a lot this year. But because we had the kid, it would be either I'm going out solo or he's going out solo with his buddies or whatever, you Mm -hmm. know. So it was great to actually have some time with him. And, yeah, we learned so much together. And I feel like... um, Gosh, I don't know. I think they're just so tricky i don't know there's so much that i learned this season it's hard to kind of narrow it down Mm -hmm. to one thing um it's a big year but that yeah that time in particular i think that we learned gosh i don't don't even know you're gonna have to edit this part out because it's it's really hard for me to wrap around like one main point especially from those four days i mean i I feel like i could divide tree season up into different mm-hmm. sections and different things I learned from different sections, you yeah. know, like between my bear hunt and me potentially pursuing some mule deer. Mm-hmm. And then me, um, you know, actually seeing a mountain lion out there this year and then hunting by myself a lot. And yep. yeah, there's so much I learned. Like, I, I, I really do need to write a blog on it, too, because writing... This kind of stuff out really helps me like yeah. organize mm-hmm. all my thoughts and process it and process and, and, and reflect totally. Yeah,
4: it's hard to pick any like one main point. I'm mm-hmm. I was out there. I think I I think I hunted more than twenty days during archery season. I yeah. hiked over 170 miles this it's this awesome. season. Um, so How do you count on that? not getting an elk was phone. not for a uh, lack of trying <laughs> um just new to the game yeah. um as persistent and with time my time will come mm-hmm. you know well, the more sure. effort i put in more likely i'm to reap the yeah. world reward absolutely um, you're not gonna get an elk and, sitting on yeah, the couch. it's right. gonna taste even better when <laughs> i do
2: <laughs> this is why we do it though right because yeah. it brings us growth and it challenges mm-hmm. us and it's difficult like Women like us, we don't do things that are easy. No.
4: You totally. Know?
2: totally. And uh, you know, starting up this organization Rocky Mountain Sports Women is it's a lot of work, it you is. know. It's a lot of work. There's a lot of pieces.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, there's a lot of events we want to plan. There's a lot of things we want to do. There's a lot of logistics as well. Mm-hmm. Have you guys thought about bringing on more team members at all?
4: Yeah. As
3: well, It's in the, it's mm-hmm. in the yeah, definitely. I mean,
4: we are currently in the works of really kind of finalizing exactly how we want the organization to be run before mm-hmm. we really mm-hmm. want to bring yeah. more people in.
3: Yeah. Um, we want to do it right from yeah. the beginning, you know? Yeah.
4: Yeah. We want to do it right.
3: Our, our main focus is growth, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, we we want this to be a, potentially our full-time thing. We want it to grow to other states and to other parts of Colorado. and But it's like it's so overwhelming sometimes because mm-hmm. we both have our own passions of you know just being ourselves you know mm-hmm. getting time to feel ourselves ourselves yeah. me mm-hmm. being a mom Jamie's got a bunch of horses she loves and cares for and mm-hmm. we both have like full-time jobs you know so mm-hmm. it's like take care of a whole ranch yeah <laughs> totally yeah holy. yeah it's yeah. like our lives are super busy as it is and then On top and Rocky Mountain sportsman is always on our our mind. You know, Mm -hmm. like every time I'm driving is when I come up with all of my ideas. (laughs) There's been a couple times I send you girls messages. I'm like, okay, I'm driving, thinking about right now. It's just
2: when it comes to me.
3: Yeah, no, totally. (laughs) And then it's it's so hard to find enough time to get everything done. So we're we're getting to that point to where Um, we need to think about what roles we need to be filled in order for mm -hmm. us to continue to grow and, and to make it happen efficiently and properly mm-hmm. and we just have so
4: many ideas that yeah. it's time it's a matter yeah. of time to um, there's you know we we have literally hundreds of ideas mm-hmm. and uh, they're just you know, it's going to take time. You know, we can't have an event every weekend. No,
3: absolutely. (laughs) Even though we'd like to. (laughs) I know, for real. And it feels like we're so close to that point already. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, we have, I mean, not just public events, but events for us that we're taking on to mm-hmm. continue our our growth and connections with other people like we're mm-hmm. we're booked every weekend right and on that note we do have some upcoming events yes let's yeah. hear about these events um, so coming up we got one not this weekend well the weekend of the 17th it is january 17th january 17th mm-hmm. Sunday.
2: What are, what are we doing?
3: We will be ice fishing
4: on Steamboat Lake, mm-hmm. uh, which is one of the Goldwater Lakes of Colorado.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, For listeners um, that don't know what that means, what is Goldwater Lakes, you know? Gold Metal gold <laughs> Lake. Gold Metal <laughs> Lake. Lake, so it means yeah. good quality fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
3: yeah, so it, it basically means the amount of fish within one, what, square meter? Or, or probably... <coughs> Certain area, yeah. It's, it's based <laughs> on the amount of fish... And the quality of, of the fish. fish. Mm-hmm. So last year when we went out, I ended up catching a football of a rainbow. It was amazing. The nice. biggest fish I've ever caught. So yeah. To beautiful. Still. Absolutely beautiful. On the Probably, ice. Yeah. Um, in general. No. Um, in, yeah. But were you on the ice? Yeah. 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 And um, it was so fun. It well, was like, a was cool fun. experience. Yeah. Yeah. And we had a lot of awesome girls out there last year. and Everybody's cheering everybody on. Totally. A lot and of newbies. Yeah, so newbies.
4: Fun. Moms with kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: Yeah, it's it's cool because this event, um, Colorado Parks and Wildlife, a lot of their state parks have free ice fishing gear rentals. And I feel like a lot of people don't know that. So for those of you listening, if you're in Colorado and you're at a state park that has good ice... Talk to the parks office, see if they have a rod and an auger you can borrow for free. It's all free. And they have gear, you know, like jigs and bait and everything. So nice. I did not know that. Um Kirsten, yeah, see exactly. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. And um Kirsten from she's a park ranger up at steamboat in Pearl Lake. Um, she helped us last year and provided us with all the gear, gave us an ice safety talk and helped us drill some holes, hung out with us for a while mm-hmm. nice the ice and it was awesome and Um, But yeah, Colorado Parks and Wildlife, they're all about getting people out there. So if you're Mm -hmm. wanting to get into ice fishing and you're wanting to to learn more, just talk to them. Like, you know, if Mm -hmm. you're not in the Steamboat area,
2: um, that's a great way to start. So this event at Steamboat Lake, will there be all the gear there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everything's going to be provided? You just show up? Just show up. Showed up. You'll actually
3: get an RSVP,
2: please. Please
4: RSVP so we know how many
2: rods we need just
4: in case we max out. Mm -hmm. CPW stash Uh, we do have a stash of our
3: own right? um, that and so we we make sure we get all the right information to you and mm -hmm. we have your contact and that way we just know what to expect so RSVP please if you want to join us and
4: and you can do that right on our website Um, just go to rockymountainsportswomen.com forward slash events and you can see all of the upcoming events Uh, in addition to our ice fishing on January 17th we also have a snowshoe hike on Saturday February 6th Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to be up on Buff Pass uh, so we will have rentals provided to us so if you um, can please RSVP for that and let us know if you need snowshoes or not uh, we actually have free rentals provided for us from Straight Line mm-hmm. um, so we do need your RSVP so we have a rental for you right. but that we did that last year up on top of rabbit ears pass and it was so fun we had such a fun group of women we had some really
3: cool girls that trip yeah, yeah so
4: even if you're not into hunting and fishing but you just want to get out in the outdoors with other women come like yeah. it's you know we come want home. you there it's so much fun
3: we right. just um, and I feel like events like that, and we we've done you know uh, the circle circle hike in the past, um, you know, and we like to do events that aren't necessarily focused on hunting and fishing because I feel like a part of our mission is not only to help create more hunters and fishers, but to also kind of change the face of it because, mm-hmm. like for me, for example, that like I didn't know anything about hunting. I didn't. I was never against it, but I always just had this um, what's the word? Stigma, misconception, a misconception of hunters. Yes. I always assumed they were the hillbilly rednecks of western North Carolina. I just, you
2: know? yeah, kill possums. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> right, totally. <laughs> squirt, Nothing squirrel, against that as long sting. as you eat them. As no, long I as you eat them. But. I think <laughs> it's just more of an,
3: like, I think part of our mission is more of an awareness, like. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of haters out there on social media, especially about, like, all they see is that dead animal mm-hmm. in the photo. They don't mm-hmm. see the the passion, and they don't see the effort, and they don't see the skill that it actually takes to get to that point. So we like to share that with, you know, some of the girls that come on our snowshoe hikes that are not interested in hunting or fishing, but just want to be outside. And, and that can help us kind of provide that positive influence of... Of mm-hmm. hunting in
4: bringing, our society,
3: bringing awareness of the conservation and in totally. the, the and just getting to know us as people, mm-hmm. you know, rather mm-hmm. than hunters. Right.
2: So where I met you, ladies?
3: Yeah, it was totally. great, and I
2: met a bunch of other awesome ladies that don't hunt, but like came out and we had a good day out yeah. in the snow. And they support mm-hmm. what you we're know? doing. You yeah, I think it's cool. It's, it's great, great. And and new friends and, friends and some fresh air. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. So that is uh,
4: Saturday, February sixth, mm-hmm. and again, RSVP online. Uh, recommend sportswomen
3: slash <laughs> <laughs> do they
2: need to let you know obviously if they need a pair of snowshoes yes, yes. yes. yeah there's yes. an option
3: in the RSvP yes. box that they can mm-hmm. hit yes or no mm-hmm. if they have snowshoes yeah. um and then yeah and then uh in March we have another ice fishing clinic coming up and that one's at stagecoach state park um just outside of steamboat here as well it's kind of like our home turf that's where um I live down near that area so fish that spot a lot and it's super fun and That's where we hosted our very first ice fishing Mm -hmm. clinic ever. And it was great. It was like oh, on the very last day we possibly could have. So due slushy to the ice. And warm. It was slushy. It was nice and warm and sunny. Sunny out. And we caught yeah. some fish. So it was cool. And a um, fish. Yeah, you caught a fish. <laughs> that was hilarious. Only thing I
0: caught all day. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um, so that will be Sunday, March 14th. Um, so again, you can RSVP. So if you can't make it to the Steamboat Lake one, um, definitely sign up for the Stagecoach State Park. That one's going to be fun too. Um, bring the kids, you know and bring your happy smiles and that's about all you yeah, need. Yeah. We'll you yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, we have some other stuff too that we're in the works, um, to kind of look forward to in the spring. Um, if you want to keep up to date with our events, we do have, we're very active on Instagram and Facebook and always announce our events on there, but you can also sign up for our newsletter on our website. Um, we try to kind of give our newsletter list, people a pretty good heads up on these events. Um, but yeah, we have some spring events that are kind of in the works that we we'd like to get going. Um, like a, we're gonna try and do a turkey clinic. We had a very successful waterfowl virtual clinic um, a month ago, and so we'd like to do a, a turkey hunting clinic just turkey? like that. And then, you know, try and potentially plan a Rocky Mountain Sportsman trip as well. So stay tuned. We're not releasing any details. In the <laughs> yes.
1: yes. No
2: details yet. No though. details. A lot of- but I will tell honest,
4: you, yeah. we are very passionate about turkey hunting. Yes,
3: turkeys yeah. <laughs> are where Jamie and I first, both started, so yeah. we love it. We love uh, some turkeys. I, I love hunting some turkeys. Yeah, and is different, you know? Mm-hmm. People don't realize that Colorado turkey hunting is actually mm-hmm. a lot
2: of fun and very challenging yes, very and very, challenging. Addicting. Yes. Yes. very addicting.
3: Yes. Very
2: addicting. I was just talking with a friend the other day about that, how... Um, turkey hunting is a lot like elk hunting mm-hmm. totally you know early season when it's hot and it's just like you, you work so once. hard and then one move in the turkey bus you know, you mm-hmm. work so hard and then the wind shifts shifts and the elk's gone
3: mm-hmm. yeah
2: or whatever but. i think
4: my favorite part about it is the communication mm-hmm. with yeah. the turkeys it's, totally. yeah the verbal uh,
2: connection yes totally.
4: how you can you almost have to learn to
3: speak turkey totally (laughs) totally and it
2: just like waking up yeah and
3: like what you were saying earlier i wanted to jump in but i wanted you to finish your story i uh turkey hunting before i actually had a gun in my hand turkey hunting the year before i walked around with jesse in missouri it's actually right when we found out we were pregnant um i went on a little turkey hunt with him and his buddy and just to tag along it was my very first time actually hunting and um it was awesome like I watched possums crawl up in the tree for the day and like watch you know just like watch the world awaken Mm -hmm. and then all the dew and it's just so green and lush in Missouri and then you hear (laughs) off in the distance and it's just like something about that gobble it's just it gets you going so yeah yeah. we love turkeys turkeys are coming up soon we're excited lots it. lots of turkeys um we're also looking into doing more archery clinics um we have a girl callie who has officially been certified to instruct usa archery Clinics. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, we're going to team up with her and put together some archery clinics starting the spring and summer and get ready for archery season. Yeah. We're going to do some casual shooting as well. Yes. Yeah. This spring, yeah. but as far as like a structured clinic goes, we're, we're going to try and get that going this spring. And then also we had a fly tying event two years ago, two springs mm-hmm. ago, and it was awesome. We had a blast. Um, teamed up with Storm Peak Brewing here in Steamboat. So we'd like to do another fly tying event, whether that be like a virtual thing or um, an in-person, depending on COVID, you know. We'd like to do something like yeah. that too To yeah. kind of kick off fly fishing season again I mean I know a lot of people fly <laughs> fish in the winter But there's a lot yeah, of other yeah. things going on too so. Yeah. so those are just at the top of our list mm-hmm. Top of our
4: minds Because again Some we're things to look out passionate for. passionate about turkeys <laughs> 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 But there are A lot of events That we have in mind and That we're planning That are going to be on the books for 2021 So again Go online, sign up for our email list mm-hmm. Follow us on Instagram um,
2: just, yeah any questions or anything people have too you know reach yeah. out yeah Shoot please us a do know. Yeah, yeah. please
3: yeah. do you know we're always interested to hear mm-hmm. anyone's ideas or if someone's new to the area mm-hmm. reach out to mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. and yeah we're always happy to take people out and meet new chicks that just want to get outside and
4: hang get out with after. other
3: cool chicks yeah, get so. after
4: yeah we'll be ice fishing all winter so. yeah
3: literally <laughs> so, all so, winter yeah
2: yeah. It's only a little bit of time left for duck season. We can make our holes yes. six feet apart. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you yeah. know, that's the thing about ice fishing. It's like um, when we were talking to Kirsten about it um, a couple months ago, she talked with her people, and they said, yeah, you know, it's a socially distanced thing as it is. Absolutely. Why yeah. wouldn't we get people outside and stuff cooped up at home?
2: Yeah. Get out there. If there was anyone out there that was looking, like especially women obviously, that were looking to get into hunting but were intimidated by the sport. As we know it's a male dominant sport and it can be very intimidating if especially if you didn't grow up surrounded minute you know, with a family of hunters or whatnot. Mm-hmm. What would what would you tell them? Like what's one thing that you would tell somebody, um, that was looking to get into hunting or fishing, um from Rocky Mountain Sportswoman's view of welcoming them in what would be one thing that you would
4: it's it's definitely intimidating it is Um, but just get out there try it yeah. mm-hmm. you are gonna fail you're you know you're gonna go ice fishing you're not gonna pull a fish out of the ice mm-hmm. you're gonna go fly fishing you're not gonna pull a fish out of. you're the gonna water. get tangled you're gonna go yeah. hunting <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna go hunting and you're gonna find yourself in a whole lot of downfall yeah, yeah. no right? no elk. too many hunters struggling through downfall you you know Absolutely. yeah you're hungry you're you know ran out of water like it's gonna happen yeah it's gonna happen you're gonna fail but it's like every time you learn something, and just getting out there and doing it, you're going to learn a little bit more right. every single time, and you're going to build that knowledge base. We all started from the beginning. We mm-hmm. all started from ground zero, whether we had somebody or we didn't. Right. Just get out there and try it. Yeah,
3: and one thing, too, I'd like to say is that you know, Jamie and I, we're still in the very beginning of our hunting life. Like We both are learning from the beginning still. Like For mm-hmm. me, this was my... I, this was my second archery season, mm-hmm. you know, ever. And I I feel like I've learned so much. And, and a lot of people will praise everything that I'm doing. And they're like, say, you're doing such a good job. You know, you're such a badass. And I'm like, thanks. But that's because I'm I'm literally just spending the time being out there. Like, mm-hmm. we do a lot of things together, you know, as Rocky Mountain sportsmen, But the majority of my hunting has been solo. Mm-hmm. Like, I I mean, I've... I know a lot of people have, might have a harder time with that because of their confidence and, and knowledge of being out in the woods, maybe by themselves. It is mm-hmm. scary. Um, mm-hmm. but,
2: a lot uh, of noises out there.
3: I had, you know, I had a lot of background in, in being out in the woods prior to getting into hunting, and so yeah. I feel like I was fortunate enough to already have that, to have the confidence to go out by myself. But, but at the same time, it's just like it's a whole new thing. Yeah. You're you're stalking like you could stumble upon a bear and around the next bush you not even know it mm-hmm. you know and um but again that's where I feel the community of Rocky Mountain
4: Sportswomen has become so important yeah. in my life and mm-hmm. in several others that we're, we're yeah. all different we're all from different mm-hmm. backgrounds we all have different knowledge totally and But we're all there for each other to Mm -hmm. learn alongside each other and from each other. Whether
3: it's through text messages or being right next to each other. Right, exactly.
4: Um, Or, you know, you you come home from the hunt and you call them and you're like, hey, this happened today. What would you do? Mm -hmm. Or like, hey, I just need to tell somebody what happened to me today. It was the craziest thing, you know. And um, I think that that's... You know, just reach out to other hunters I think it's kind of intimidating you know it's it's just kind of intimidating in general people who who hunt could have the stigma of being mm-hmm. intimidating people right we're, we're not yeah, yeah. <laughs> reach out to yeah. us
3: right reach out to yeah, us and, and, yeah and you know and, and I think for those who might not be in our area or even Colorado if you're listening from like Tennessee or something you know like I think a great way to to re- i mean it's weird to say but like instagram is a huge tool for like we met our girls Erin and annie who we did our duck hunt with because of instagram mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they were basically our guides that weekend right like i felt yeah. that way i mean they had never been to the area of course yeah. and they i've had had, a lot of duck hunting besides, right. like, it and, was like and yeah and it was just it was cool because i feel like we probably wouldn't have done that hunt if we hadn't like have met them through had social media. About it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and we like I've yeah. never met Aaron before, and we talked for like a year and a half through mm-hmm. Instagram. And and you know, look up some of those girls in your local area, and don't mm-hmm. be afraid to reach out and yeah, um, or even going to your local fly shop. Like if you're trying to get into fly fishing, like uh, I know Steamboat Fly Fisher here, they're super awesome about mm-hmm. telling you what flies are hitting right now. Like what would you suggest for this area? And they're super into helping people out. So. I think uh, you know. There's more of just an intimidation on, on the beginner when they just have to break that barrier and just just ask. You know, mm-hmm. ask for help. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Yeah. Get out there there's, to it. Yeah, you know, totally. get out there as well.
3: There's never. And then if questions. you're a nerd like me and Jamie. <laughs> You you know you're gonna read books on it, you're gonna to listen to podcasts, you're gonna watch endless videos on, on all the stuff. <laughs> YouTube University yes. has taught me a lot. <laughs> yes, YouTube is fantastic for yes. this, stuff. and it, it's it's motive It kind of gets you in that mode. Like Jesse and I are watching elk hunting videos year round. <laughs> like yes. sometimes Keep it's just it give up. a break. You,
2: but yeah, <laughs> but you up. know,
3: like uh, it's. You just got to get out there. You just you have to put in the time. No matter if you have the friends to do it with or not, either way, you're going to have to put in the time.
2: Yeah. I think the conversations we've had tonight puts a big light on what Rocky Mountain Sportswoman really is. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you have listened to this episode and you feel motivated all of a sudden, like, run with it. Go with it, you know? Whether or not you contact Rocky Mountain Sportswoman or not. um, But do know that we are here.
1: Mm -hmm. And...
2: I'm super stoked for 2021. It's going to be awesome. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah I'm so too. I think yeah. we have a lot coming ahead of us and lots of fun hunting seasons coming up mm-hmm. and uh, and fly fishing.
2: Yeah. It's great to learn alongside women and to like not feel pressure and to just know that these mm-hmm. women are learning too. We're trying to better ourselves, not only as hunters and fishers and gatherers, but as human beings and mm-hmm. surrounding ourselves with like-minded mm-hmm. women.
4: Mm-hmm. And, and so, To all the men out there.
2: No, um, hate. No, no
4: hate.
2: No hate. <laughs> I <laughs> but really. You, I, can't I can't <laughs> you can't come to our events. Sorry, you can't come to our events. But
4: I really do pray that some man out there starts a Rocky Mountain Sports because <laughs> I think that it is equally as needed. Yes, exactly. Um, but still, yeah. sorry you can't come. <laughs> For adult
3: men who have never. Yeah, I agree. You know, yeah. there's a lot of men out there who would like mm-hmm. to get into hunting, but. yeah don't have that mentor you're yeah, have that right. and another note too um check out your local wildlife office you yeah. know like colorado parks and wildlife they have programs mm-hmm. they have um you know free clinics and they have they do tons of stuff and i'm sure other states do the same check um, out backcountry hunters and anglers backcountry hunters mm-hmm. and anglers an organization mm-hmm. that kind of motivated me to get rocky mountain Sportswomen off the ground and mm-hmm. um i've been connected with them since and yeah they do great events and clinics as well and yeah just I mean we're not the only ones out there you know and um there's there's some groups out there and just do some
2: research check okay. it out so obviously people can find you ladies at Rocky Mountain Sportswoman mm-hmm. and then your Instagram is the same mm-hmm. right yep at Rocky Mountain
3: Sportswoman yep. perfect Yep, And then we have a website, Um, we have some wild game recipes on there and some stories, um, some like hunting stories, and we do, and if you're interested in coming to one of our events, um, check out our event recap blog. We try our hardest to recap each event. It is hard to do um, with everything that we've got going on, but we have put together some really fun blogs with some great photos of our events and and like our chunky trout fly Mm -hmm. fishing trips. and.
4: And if you just want to support us, a great way to support us is um, by buying merch. We Mm -hmm. have um, beanies, hats, uh, pins, stickers, t-shirts, long-sleeve t-shirts. They're so comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, So
3: buy some merch.
4: Yeah. Sportswoman.com. Yeah, absolutely.
3: And then we got Drea's um, birthday coming up. So Drea has been super gracious, and we're so excited to have Drea on the team. Um... She's very passionate about hunting and us and just what we've got going on. So it's her birthday, and she put together a Rocky Mountain sportsman fundraiser, which is awesome. We really appreciate that, Drea. Um, I think it's very very sweet and open-hearted of you to do that. And um, So it's through Facebook, um, but you can also – I guess you could also just go to the website and do it. But it's yeah. kind of cool to see it on yeah. Facebook, to see yeah. the growth of it and yeah. – um, so yeah, I've shared it on the Facebook page. I think I'm going to pin it to the tops to make it like an announcement to, um, and yeah and when's your birthday it's
2: january 29th so if y'all are feeling generous it's the big three this year so <gasps> oh, for my birthday. birthday i want all the donations to go to rocky mountain sportswomen doing a big mule deer hunt for your birthday too i am i'm going to arizona to hunt some yes. mule deer nice. maybe shoot a accused deer Ooh. maybe shoot a couple Ooh. hogs yeah so the tag there is good for either mule deer or accused deer and then you can shoot javelinas Wow, it's also a year-long tag. So if I'm not no successful in January, there are a couple other seasons where I can travel back, so is which the is great. awkward cool. to tag along. Still good. Yeah, you coming? <laughs> Thirtieth <laughs> birthday in the desert at Spike yeah. camp. Who knows where? That's cool. Who knows what shenanigans we're getting into? Maybe packing out <laughs> some deer. Who knows? But awesome. I figure cool. a great way to ring in thirty. Um, and like I said, that. if you're feeling generous, I put together a donation uh, fundraiser. And if you're feeling like you want to donate, you can go and donate, and all proceeds go to Rocky Mountain Sportswomen. Yeah. Not to my Arizona hunt. <laughs> uh, well, ladies, it's been lovely. Any lasting thoughts you want to throw out there before we close her down?
3: I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like we covered a lot. Uh, yeah. Just get out there. Just get, get out, out there. there. Yeah. Try it.
2: That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Drew. Yep. Yeah. So. is God. <laughs>